Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water, do you believe? We have a great show for you guys today. One of our favorite guests of all time, our boy, Daryl D. Ray Reynolds of Stay Tuned Network, joins the boys to talk some hoops and sports in general, baby. So this is one you don't want to miss. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. It's the Charity Stripe. Hit your free throws because they're free. So 248. Coming hot at you guys in Sode 247. And on the show, I'll be joined by Alex Tosman, Arctosopoulos, and Nikki Snacks Krida. And as you heard in the introduction, we have D-Ray Daryl Reynolds of Stay Tuned Network, our boy. You remember him from the Villanova Wildcat Championship team in 2016. He's back to talk some hoops. He's been covering the Big East, and he's been crushing it. So without further ado... D-Ray joins TCS. Enjoy. Back-to-back shows with back-to-back returning guests. This is a personal favorite of ours, our man Daryl Reynolds. D-Ray joins the boys again for another episode. D-Ray, how you doing, brother? Doing good, man. Doing good. Yeah, I, I, I love being on here with y'all. Like, this shit, I can tell this is about to be funny already. And, and Nick, nice to meet you, man. I know you <laughs> had some things going on last time. So uh, some it's crazy things. What, what, what was it? So, like, I mean, you, for those who don't remember, because it was many moons ago, we used to do a thing where we would uh, pretend Nick was somewhere and then say he was, but when he was actually unable to attend a show, we would make up something ridiculous. We don't do it anymore because I think I took it too far one time and said he was in the hospital and people were actually <laughs> concerned and then we had to kind of backtrack a little bit. Yeah, that's not true. That wasn't. Yeah, I, I I played it back for them just right now. Uh, you said that I was, uh, I booked a job and it was for the Los Angeles Chargers calendar shoot and it was a nude shoot, <laughs> and I was the only male in December, um, and I had like presents surrounding me and then one over my crotch. Nice, dude. That's look how far the charity stripes come. That used to be our content, and and, and now we're getting serious, man. Now we're getting yeah. serious. And 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 Deere, you kind of bought you buy it when we when we told you that. I mean, once y'all started, the further in depth y'all got, I was like, they're fucked. 
something out there. But at first, like when you first thought, I was like, oh, yeah, shit. All right, yeah. <laughs> you, gotta live, you know what I mean? You got to do it. You got to do it. Could be worse, man. There could be a poll involved in some background. But that's what Nick was doing. Dear, what have you been up to? Because you've been kicking ass and taking names, man. My man, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I've, uh, Obviously, with everything going on, you know, with the protests and the, you know, reforms they're asking for from the criminal justice system to the police departments, like, been heavy on that and really just advocating for that and educating people. I think the most recent thing was me, Stu Jackson, and some people from the Big East. We did a show together talking about it. So, been taking that very serious, but also been getting in some work. Uh, man, Taz, you said the other day, like, you saw the AI stuff debate we had on the Sixers show and I'm not going to lie, we're at a point where, like, we have the Sixers show, the Process podcast with Rose and D-Ray, and we don't have shit to talk about. Because it ain't the Sixers. <laughs> yeah. So, like, we're literally yeah. just throwing anything out there. And I was saying... Got a month and a half left. Exactly, exactly. I don't know how we're going to stretch it, but... I, f- I feel like you, the, the, the player comps, it's just so unfortunate that outside of AI and, like, Dr. J, you guys are really hung loose because there was no one on that NBA title. Yeah. We I feel like we talk about it. We've been talking about it a lot recently. Maybe it's in the house or just around. That that team that Allen Iverson took to the finals was hot garbage. It was, it was comparable to that team that uh, LeBron, LeBron went to the finals with. Shit, in 07 and 18. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then you compare the you compare AI and LeBron, and it's like LeBron is such a better rebounder because he's eight inches taller than exactly. Allen. It's like it's not even exactly. not even a fair comparison. And AI's out there. I mean, he was so good on the defensive side of the ball. He was a nightmare one on one. Facts. He's he's picking your pocket. He's taking it the other way. Facts. Facts. I'm gonna tell y'all straight. Like AI is Philly loved him so much because he just embodied it. Like. The, the the whole had no business out there is like what Philly people live for. You know, yeah. you look at him and Rocky, like those are two figures. Obviously, one of them's real, the other one was made up in the movie. <laughs> but, but he <laughs> might, bro, he might as well be real though. Honestly, that movie exactly. is real yeah. life. Sometimes my buddy sent me a Mount Rushmore the other day. He's like, "Who's your Who's your Mount Rushmore movie, movie sports movie characters?" I would love to hear yours. Such a tough question, and I almost <laughs> excluded Rocky. I was like, hey, "Can I can I include real players?" I put Herman Boone. First, who's actually like a real human being? Remember the Remember Titans. Titans? Yes, the coach. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I right. I further I easily more easily considered him who's an actual real human being before I considered Rocky because I was so like dead <laughs> set that Rocky was a real dude. Rocky's real. If you ask, it was this one comedian that ripped the shit. He got booed off a stage at Helium, this this uh, comedy club in Philly, and he went in. And one of the comments made, he was like. Y'all favorite character is fucking fictional. And like everybody in the crowd, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. took a second to realize, like, shit, he's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? He went in on cheesesteaks and all. Yeah. Wait, I mean, uh, he's... That, was, that was Bill Burr, I think, who said yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Burr's roasted in Philly. <laughs> is it? He's loosely based off of Marciano, though, isn't he? Like, yeah, very yeah, loosely. Yeah. But yeah. We can't, I mean, there's a statue of him. There's a statue of him. Yeah, that's I crazy. Remember I had some friends from Boston. They came there's there's the Liberty Bell and there's a statue of Rocky. Of Rocky. Like, I know you. I know your ass is posed next to that before. I'll bet. I'll bet any song. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> My friends from Boston came there like they go to the Rocky statue, and I was like, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take a picture next to the movie DVD. It's yeah. Like, pick, it's four different friends. Everyone's got a Rocky, a different Rocky movie next to them next to it. It's amazing. Exactly. Uh, so wait, who did you you took AI over Steph? Really? Is that was it, or are you or use Team Steph? Are you being real? So the debate came down. What, what really the debate was was I saw it in the picture with LeBron, Kobe, Jordan. Nobody can debate 
their impact on the game. Um, and they were saying that Steph was next up. I'm like, how the hell y'all just mill over AI? Like, AI shook Jordan. AI inspired LeBron. AI gave Kobe work. Like, how do y'all just skip over the guy who, you know, was kind of in the middle of all of them? And the debate was that who had a bigger impact on basketball? Yeah. And after yeah. my barber said, like, every kid wants to shoot threes because of Steph, what does every kid want to do because of AI? And I thought about it like, shit, he's right. He had a bigger impact on basketball. I think AI had a bigger impact on culture. Interesting. I, I, I think that, like, Yes, obviously, it's a little bit of a recency bias, and I would probably give the same answer that your barber did, like through and through, like Steph has. Barbers but know their forget, shit, bro. They really do. They're so well informed. If you just think about a barber, they're just always on all day long. They're just listening to people come into the chair. They get to hear a lot of different perspectives. They take in what they like. They throw away what they don't, and then they go about on their day. Exactly. And they can give you that's, sick haircuts. I that's, mean, that's where you get that term barbershop talk. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, bro. but I I think that people forget that like in the in 2000, you know, from 2001 to 2006, 2007, every kid wanted to be able to cross people over like AI. Yeah. The crossover was Allen Iverson. Like they had a sports science on how much how many like how much pressure Allen Iverson's crossover could do, and it could actually break like a human male's ankle, like that amount of like PSI or something like that, which like. Who knows if that's actually true? But they milk, they milk and turn those things into the weirdest. Like they, <laughs> they're like this guy, he'll you know hit a crossover. Next thing you know, the guy's broken his spleen and shit himself on the court. It's that, that's how they'll twist those things <laughs> in sports times. But it's you know, but then you bring up the point of like who's he inspired? And you bring up the crossover toss. It's like where's where's Kyrie without AI? Right? Yeah, yeah. Where's Kemba Where's without Steph? it? Yeah. Steph. Where, where's Steph without it? Yeah. Listen, yeah, obviously people, bro, people like the, the Steph's three game obviously is crazy, but what about Steph's ability to get to the basket and finish around the basket mm -hmm. for a six-foot-one guy? Exactly. Or six-three, He just embodied, like, I said, I said he was the definition. Like, you talk about Muggsy, you talk about uh, um, Isaiah Thomas, but at the end of the day, like, that heart over height mentality, that was him. He yeah. used to go to the basket, just get thrown to the ground, and like he would just pop up immediately. Like he had no business being under there, but he would make it happen time and time and like that was. I guess I couldn't let the Philly and me couldn't let go of that. Like he's so filled. He's about. so like there's certain guys that are that just embody their team, and obviously you have like Kobe, Lakers, Jeter, Yankees, Brady, you know, Patriots. But there's mm -hmm. certain guys that really just you know it makes sense that they're there. And he, he's exactly. one of those guys in Philly that's like, okay, it fits the vibe. It fits the culture over in Philly. We had another debate. I want you to weigh on this. I meet Toss no. and I were arguing for the upteenth time about basketball. I brought it home in, in to my father this morning who I couldn't, you know, I couldn't drink my coffee because he was going through list after list trying to, you know, prove, prove some point over it. Uh -huh. Jason Tatum, top 15 player. We're on the fence about it. Mainly because are you putting would you put Embiid right now over Tatum or Simmons for that matter? Yes, and that's not the Sixers in me. Yes, I'm putting Embiid over Tatum. Simmons as well. That's a toss up. That's a toss up. Uh, it's like one one's just like the pure score, pure score, and the other one's like the pure playmaker. It's tough. They're both good right now. Right now. Top 15 right now, I got to get Jason Tatum over Ben Simmons. He, he's producing more. He's producing more. Who do I think will have a better career? Ben Simmons. He's the next magic. But, yeah. 
right now, I, I see what y'all saying. Jason Tatum is he's produced more. He's done more. Like he's done more what he's had, especially in the playoffs. Yeah. 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 And he's got, I mean, we, everyone always harps on it, but it's like at, in this comparison, I think it's relevant because Tatum has excelled as a playmaker. His court awareness has grown a lot and that's something that he's worked on. And Simmons still is finding the, like the outside perimeter shooting Mm-hmm. And so I think that kind of like Tatum's a more complete offensive player right now, which I think yeah. helps him out. Just because Who's he's so much, third? he's so much more ahead as a scorer. Yeah. Right. And and it's like I'll I'll take the guy who's who I want shooting the last shot of the game over the guy who I kind of want not shooting the last shot of the exactly. game. Exactly. Or going to the rack. I mean, if we're down one, like Ben, go to the rack, or give Embiid a post touch. But other than that, like I don't want Ben really touching the ball on the yeah, last no, play. I would say it ain't too many players. It ain't too many young players I could think of that I would want the ball in their hands more than Jason Tatum at the end of the game. And he has that clutch gene, too. Yeah. So, hold up. Who's the 13 in front of For, It's tough, bro. It's tough. I mean, there's LeBron, Kawhi, KD, Harden, Steph. That's five. Giannis is six. Um. Then we said... AD. AD. Did AD. you say AD? I, AD, no. Lillard, Jokic, Yavin B will throw in there. Um, Butler, I think that's fair still, obviously. I mean, I think on it, like, Come on, maybe man. I'm being he, biased, but, I think but Luca's better than Lucas. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Luka's, I'm getting, I'm getting Luca. Yeah, I'm just throwing, I'm, I'm not going in any order. I'm just going. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Luca, Luca, Luca yeah. Cool. So it's like 12, right? Did you get James in there? Who? Did you get Harden already? Yeah, I got Harden. And yeah. then I got, I got, what about Kyrie? Healthy Kyrie. Yeah. Healthy Paul George. I mean, healthy Paul George finished third in MVP voting. I said Jokic already. I mean, at that point, we're close to like 14, 15. And, and then you can kind of, then it's kind of like you can argue different people. Like you could argue Pascal. But oh, like Russ, I like Russ. I'm still taking Russ Westbrook. I'm still taking Westbrook over him for sure. Yeah. Right now, yeah. I don't know. I do. Bro, I Westbrook know. was, man's hot right now. There was no Tatum, man's hotter than man, Westbrook than Tatum they, wasn't hot? Tatum, not not as hot. Tatum dude, was scorching, dude. What are you talking about? Dude, if Tatum was scorching, Russ Westbrook was human torch. He was on fire, bro. <laughs> he was on he's and Kui, I know you don't love for I know you don't love Trey Young, but the man's also averaging thirty points a game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I you I mean winning basketball is important. I and, feel like Trey Young is gonna be that guy that everybody gives their nod to because at the end of the day the numbers are the numbers, but like it's just something about him. I just yeah, yeah, but will he will he end up being kind of like what Kemba was the early part of his career because he's playing on a team that outside of himself stinks is completely underperforming. Yeah. I hope not. I hope not because they've got a lot of young pieces who I yeah. like like I hope DeAndre Hunter becomes just a, you know, a solid 3 and D guy, one of the best 3 and D guys in the league because I think he's got that potential. Yeah, but, but yeah, the other day you were not Herter, you were not too high on Herter, him. Herder take a huge. He took a huge step back this year. I was really, I was disappointed. Everybody sees a like a, a white guy who could kind of shoot and like, all right, this guy's at least going for eleven a game and shooting forty five percent from three. Like, but everyone sees Hito Turgaloo, but you know Stoyakovich two point oh. You know they all see Corv. They all see Corver. Yeah, I know. Poor guy, he ruined it for the white guys. Really talk about a seven a seventy sixers guy. Yeah. Right. He's Corver oh, is an every team guy. Who the hell has that knock? He's play every yeah. time I look up, he's on a different team. You know what team he's on well, right I'm, now? He was he was at his he was at his prime though when he was on the 76ers. I mean he was a he was a 17, 18 point scorer a game when he was with you guys. Yeah. He was out. he who, was nice. Who's 
where would you rank Iggy among your Sixers? Is he top? Is he top? He's top ten Sixers of all time, right? I mean, Iggy, man, he had that All Star season. He was he, as AI was kind of you know going out. Iggy was kind of moving in. Um, I say Iggy's a top ten Sixer for the campaign he put together here. Yeah, I remember that series, that right before they had broke up that uh the big three or the big four up in Boston. That playoff series, the Sixers had lost at home. Like, oh, I thought you were going to say right, right before they broke up the big three in Philly. I was going to make. I would love for you to name whatever, whatever <laughs> fucking big three that was. <laughs> Just, please tell me who this. Yeah, big please, three is bro. I was like, D. Right, you were like no Philly bias up until then, bro. I was like, okay. It was, uh, it was it was Iggy, Young Drew Holiday, and Spencer Hawes. <laughs> Spencer Hawes, bro. Oh, what a throwback to that guy, man. He but, was the man. He actually was. He was. He was good. Quietly, he was the man. He was the man. He was good. He would he, he would work well in today's NBA because he could stroke it from three. He was Kelly right Olynyk before Kelly Olynyk, bro. Thank you, thank you. Oh, he was better than Kelly Olynyk. But did he have as cool of hair as Kelly Olynyk? Because that no way. Because once no once, way. once we're at the bottom of the barrel, style counts. That's what we're, <laughs> <laughs> once we're talking about role players, all that all that has to go in, in contention. Points. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How do you? How's it been? Because you were covering the Nova guys for a little bit, and now you're kind of you are you do you're doing full time Sixer stuff. I'm doing both. I'm doing both. I mean, shit. We don't know. College basketball's gonna be back this year. I'm pretty sure we'll be with, without fans. I don't know what that means for media, but yeah. Uh, I was with the Big East this past year, so you know, heavy just Big East basketball, and that's what I want. You know what I mean? It's I, I couldn't imagine really doing the other conference right now like it's, it's such a i played like miles powell like me and him did an interview he was joking he comes out the tunnel it shit made me sick to my stomach because they beat us at wells fargo beat them sorry and he came uh he comes out of the tunnel he's like big fella i finally got one and i was like no, let's get the fucking interview over with like, let's yeah he's still let's competitive in here it, exactly that... let's do my job and get out of here but like i still played with a lot of the guys i think this last class is just passed. those were the last guys that i played with so, yeah Big East is where it was at, but I'm transitioning to Sixers. Dude, there were some teams, bro. There were some teams I really liked in the Big East. I was bummed. I had some. I think I had a Big East team going deep. It may have See been. Y'all. Yeah, it may have been y'all too. I may. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was. Well, I, at the Super Bowl, I was very into you guys, and you you were like not as you were not as into it as I was. I mean, I I just think that this year was a was a growth year for them. I, I'm, I hate that it's going to be one of the biggest what is what they would have done if they had got to the tournament this year. But like, Seton Hall was a Final Four team. Yeah, like, I couldn't argue that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pulling for Nova, but you know, like just the the shakiness in the season. I saw certain things kind of getting them as it did the last year with Purdue, as it did my senior year. Like, there are certain things you see that are going to cost that team down the line. Seton Hall to me was like that is a Final Four team, and I would have loved it because it legitimizes the Big East and somebody else. I don't want it to turn into like, what's Gonzaga's conference or the WAC? Where like, they hilarious. But <laughs> I think like, you know. A, yeah. Huh? Is that what they are? The MAC. Is it the WAC? The MAC. Are they the MAC? They the Mac? Yeah. I, I, sure. I run a sports podcast. Why would I know? The, the t- <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, hold on. I, I, I got to look this up. I got to look this up. Now, I, you I'm know what? I'm pretty sure it is. 
the Western. African no, they're the they're the. It's the WCC now. Oh, okay. oh I knew they. It's the, they changed it. Yeah, they changed it, it something from the Western Atlantic to the Western Coastal or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Who, who cares? We all knew it was something. I, we, yeah. we knew it was I can't something. even. I can't keep up with the the basketball conferences. Man, I'm, man. Listen, bro. If Football he, conferences are so much easier to keep up with. If Shaquille O'Neal could come out and say he doesn't follow a team in the NBA unless they're top eight, I could. I'm cool with not knowing what the hell they call themselves because it really outside of Gonzaga does not matter in that conference. Exactly. exactly. You know, that's it, what I was saying. I wanted Seton Hall to make it far because mm-hmm. that it legitimized it. And it's Gonzaga is about to be the new Clemson. Like Clemson to college football is about to be Gonzaga to college bat. Who's going to beat them in that? Well, they got they got to win an Addy first. They do got to win an Addy first. And I, I, I but this this we that, were just talking about it the other day. They just pulled they just pulled in Jalen Suggs, and that guy's nice. He's really good. Have yeah. you seen him play at all? Not. Then go to 2K, and I think it's one of the downloads <laughs> for your franchise you can do. I think it's like 2021 is one of the. Because that's a good good measure. It's a decent measure. You can at least gauge an interest. No, just, who's gonna just be type good. in Jalen Suggs highlights on Google search. That's a better measure. God, all these guys have hi- all these guys have highlights out the app. I know, but I feel like if I had a mixtape, it'd be decent. You know what I'm saying? It's, someone would put together <laughs> something for me that made me look. Su- no, you don't even think I'd get a 3 out of 10 mix. Nick. No, I'm just. You, you I'm might just be able to set like, some good picks, maybe. I don't when know. I'm when I'm looking at a mixtape, I'm not like looking like give me the biggest, baddest highlight every single play. I'm looking at like the shot mechanics and like because a guy who played, I'm like really digging deep into like how they're moving around. Like, is his left hand actually as good as his right hand? Like, how's his moves? Is he going straight to the basket or is he messing around and like trying to mix the guy up and James Harden? That's, like, that's the that's the former player in you. Yeah. Yeah. From, no, I'm I'm like I'm digging into it, man. Yeah, Josh and I, Josh and I wouldn't have that perspective. No, I'm just well, watching Mikey Williams yam over some poor guy with like a kickboxing kickboxing pad. You all see that? They're like hitting him, like no chance, smacking him. Oh yeah, no, that shit was ridiculous. But that, but that you bring up a good point, Taz. Like that, you don't understand. So watching some of these kids' highlights is like, I'll look at it. Like somebody should be like, yo, you guys see that? Like. What's his name? Julian Newman, I think, yeah. was the kid. Yeah. Everybody was like, you gotta see him. I remember this was like back when I was in college. They sent they sent it to me. I was like, this kid fucking sucks. I was like, this kid is not good. I was like, I don't see what y'all see. Like, y'all are getting caught up in the hype with that. Like those highlights really, the amount of highlights that they'll have a kid shake the shit out of somebody and then they'll shoot and the thing will cut off right before they shot the shot goes up. I'm like, <laughs> he make it, you know what I mean? Like, what yeah. You know yeah. what? I though? mean, I think that's I'll kind get... of the thing where like people end up buying into a guy like Andrew Andrew Wiggins, right? Because he's so athletically talented. But like, go look at his high school highlight reel. It's like it's absurd because he's just dunking over everyone. But then once the defenders get bigger, they get stronger. You saw it at Kansas; he struggled a little bit his freshman year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he gets into the league, and he's still struggling because he's he's trying to find his body. He's trying to like work into his athleticism still because he's just he's so long, right? But he's that's a guy who I, I'm excited for. He does. He does. But he doesn't shoot as well as he should. No. And he can't defend to save his life. Sorry. <laughs> Which, if, you, if you've if you got the length to defend, like, that's a lot of that's just effort putting in the time. Yeah, get in. Like, come on. Get in front of the guy. He's 6'8". And he's got a great wingspan. Like, get in front of the guy, at least. It's like a turnstile out there. Remember when we thought, like, him and – I'm not going to say we. Remember when the world thought that him – and uh, Jabari Parker were LeBron and Carmelo reincarnated. I mean, Jabari Parker, we were talking about it the other day. Jabari Parker is, he, if he doesn't get hurt, though, it's different. It's different, I think. Right? Am I wrong? 
the knee is a big thing. I don't know, big. What I don't know, big fella. You like you played. You know, is is it? Are you gonna chalk? Can we get put an asterisk next to that, or or are we being too kind? I don't think it would have been whatever I thought it was. Like the same way Andrew Wiggins was nowhere what everybody was projecting. So you still like, would have he, he would have fell short. You think still? I think he fell short. I don't think this short. Obviously, yeah, the knee injury after knee injury. What is he on the Hawks now? Wizards maybe? I don't even know. I don't even know. Kings. He might be on the Kings. I think he was on like three different teams last year. Yeah, he's Wizards, Hawks, Kings. I mean, he's all over the place. He's on the Bulls for a hot minute. The He'll have these stretches where he goes like 10 games and he drops 20 a game for 10 games. And then all of a sudden, like, he doesn't want to play anymore. Like, he's like, coach, I'm out. Or like, yeah. whatever it is. It's like, a mentality thing. It's, it's got to be. It's got to be a mentality thing. Hey, just... man, him and Wiggins. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, I th- I'm, I'm actually pretty excited about Wiggins. I know I kind of just should talk to him, but and he's so You good have been. It's okay. We're allowed to turn. <laughs> We're allowed to turn. <laughs> but, I th- but I like he. He's on the Warriors, and I feel like things could things could work out really well for him. Yeah, well, position. I mean, guys like Clay and Steph make everyone around them better. So yeah, he can, he, yeah. He, can only, he can only benefit from being there. I mean, all you gotta do is look at Harrison Barnes's contract, and you know that, right? Yeah, but Jabari Parker got a fat contract from the Bulls a couple years back. He had like two years, forty mil. Like, whew, Jesus, it's a lot of yeah, money. Guys, do you think a lot of these guys like if you hear the? They're supposed to be good. They're supposed to be great. Do you think these guys really get the money and just skate? Ghost. Just kind of like bottom out. I think it Some happens athletes sometimes. do. I think. I, I think. I think there's two mentalities. There's the okay, like I've gotten what I've earned. You know, like I, I got to the point where I want to be. And then there's a there's like the mindset of like okay, I have more to prove, or like I have to, I want to earn this money that like I've already you know I'm getting paid. You know what I mean? I mean like we, it's a yeah, motivation factor. See, I, I, think I think we see it in the NFL more. Than we do the NBA. Is, is that fair to say, or am I crazy in that? I think we see it in baseball more than anything. Oh, guys yeah. get paid. <laughs> guys get paid, and they suck. Half of those guys are just out there to chew tobacco and spit seeds and slap ass. I mean, we all know that. That's what baseball's become. Yeah. Uh, you're right. I, I, Come on, dude. This. Thank God there's no daisies in the outfield. Thank God they can keep that shit trimmed because they'd be picking them. I'm I think. So I think part of it is like talk about it. Like guys, young athletes set goals, right? And they yeah. set their 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 first goal. Your first goal as a basketball player is, well, if you're good, I mean, mine was like maybe I'll play college basketball. But I think if you're actually good, then you go. I want to play laughing. in the NBA. Yeah, I want to play in the NBA. And then once you get there, like you've made, you've accomplished that goal. And if you don't have like if you're not continuously setting a goal for yourself, short term and long term, like it becomes difficult, right? You can kind of get lost in it. Like and then you're given this massive contract and. It's tough. I mean, I feel like there's guys like like Jimmy Butler who's like very determined, right? And that guy's like, I want to win a championship. We were talking about it with Ben Golliver. But he's like, mature though. Right, right. And you look at like the type of the type of work he puts in in the offseason. I mean, there is there a bigger offseason beast than Jimmy Butler? Like that guy's absurd. He's just scary. Right. What's what's your you got some pushback? I'm, I'm yeah, in. obviously so he's got some hate. He's got some hate. I was gonna mention the 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 Okafor, but I didn't want to like. Give this guy a heart attack. No, 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 no. All right, Jaleel Ogafor, I'm sorry. I never had faith in that. Jaleel Ogafor plays like a 90 center. Like, he would have been great in the 90s, but when you looked at Duke's scheme, which was throw the ball to him and get out of the way, I was like, that, that's not going to cut it, especially in the NBA that he came into, which was the – it was probably the pinnacle of small ball. Like, that's before three and D guys were like – Yeah. Really sought after. It's a pendulum swing. It's always going to go back and forth. Like, now we're coming up on an era where, like, people want multi-talented big it's gonna be Jokic and B at the helm of it, the same way it was KG and Tim Duncan at the helm of the league in the early 2000s. Like 
we're swinging back that way. But with Jimmy Butler, somebody had brought up a point. He was on, on Mega Rapino and Sue Bird show, and they asked and they said, true or false? You know what I'm talking about, right, Tad? No, I don't, but okay. So they but said, I love their show. They're a good show. Yeah, the shit. It's the shit. They said, true or false? Uh, did you only score one point in that in that uh, legendary Minnesota practice? And he said, true. And at that point, it was like, it's like he's like this urban legend almost. Don't get me wrong. Jimmy Butler's a bad motherfucker. I, I, can't, I can't negate that. He's tough. We wanted him in Philly. Can't negate that. But I'm starting to wonder how much of him is like fluff. Because after hearing that and several other things, it's like, is this bullshit? Are you louder than, than what you really are? And it's because you're so loud and so dynamic. You kind of look at it's like it's what's the kid's name from the Lakers? Uh Caru, what's it? Caruso? It's not Caruso. 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 It's like when you look at it for what it is, it's like that shit's very hype driven. He he's not that good. It's just a highlight here, a highlight here. He's a, he's more pop than anything. Like, yeah, is it safe to say that Jimmy Butler is not as ill as everybody thinks he is? You know, I, I mean, I think I would still I would say everything about that I said about his mentality, and also say at the same time that he's not a complete offensive player. Like that's the issue. Even if he's had games, yes, where he's gone over fifty, but like everybody gets hot now and then. Like he's not doing that consistently. He's not he's not scoring twenty five points a game consistently, and that's like his one knock. That what I would even say maybe pushes him out of that fifteen that we were talking about, Josh, is because yeah. like. I mean, because he's I deferred to these younger guys who are better scorers than he is on the Heat. Because it's not going to cut it in the playoffs. Because he, he can, but he has. Yeah, we were talking about this. We it's were like, not he has to. He has to playoffs. play bigger than that in the playoffs. Yeah. I saw a game where they won. He had like five, seven, and six. Which, yeah, you give me that seven and six, and I know, I know he's playing hard, D. You know that. You know he's locking up on D because he doesn't take shit. Right, away. but Draymond Green's not the best player on the Warriors. Exactly, and that you can't like the five points. Like Bam's not getting thirty in the playoffs against Giannis. If you get past Boston or where, however mm-hmm. it shakes out, or you know, you guys, whoever you have to play Toronto, like it, Bam's gonna have a tough time against you know Gasol and Ibaka combo. I don't if they're both old, they're gonna rotate them. You know, yeah. Butler can't. You can't, if you get five, if Jimmy Butler gets five points, they have a zero percent chance to win that game. He needs to be it's twenty plus. Something about, something about them and and Milwaukee just doesn't. The shit don't look real. Like it looks like it looks. It reminds me of those Clipper teams with Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, Baker, yeah, yeah, Matt Barnes, and them. Like it looks good. Except Giannis it's is all good. three of them combined. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it might, he might be the difference. Like he very well. Like it's no missing that we've never seen a player like that. Well, we're we'll talking talk about the the playoffs though. I mean, once once we get closer, and we're pretty close, right? July thirty first is yeah. when when those games will start. Talk to us about. You're gonna have a lot to talk about, D-Ray. Once once the games do yeah, start, so you because I think get that practicing now, you better get ready. I mean, there's a there's a lot of question marks, obviously, behind the Sixers. People talk about how they're absolute garbage away, right? One of the the worst like away team in the NBA. But this is kind of a, this is a neutral site, so maybe it's not necessarily an away game. It's obviously not a home game, so you don't have the Philly crowd like you're yeah. talking about. Um, that everyone loved Iverson so much. And I know they, they show up every game and whoever is playing for, for the Sixers. So talk a little bit about what you think the team can do. Can they, can they get deep in the playoffs? Is that possible? Hell yeah. I, so this is, this is where I'm at with the Sixers. I can't negate the fact that they, they were terrible on the road, but they had like the best home record. Like consequently, it was weird. Like, 
And I think that's just a young team. I think that's is that a, a Brett Brown problem? What we're talking? No, no? no, you're in on him. You like him. No. You think this media about him being gone is, is nonsense? Yes, yeah. okay. I think it's bull. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like you're talking about somebody that coached under Popovich for how long? He knows winning basketball. He knows what that looks like. But he also got this shit not only through the process but to this point. Like, if if he does, they do fire him. It better be a Mark Jackson, Steve Kerr type situation. Tyron, Lue. Lue. y'all gonna get Ty Lue, bro. <laughs> What you say? Ty Lue. Watch it be Ty Lue. Hell <laughs> no. You want to see another march in Philly? That'll be the that'll be the day. Ty Lue gets hired. Actually, let, me not, let me not say Ty Lue. Let me not say hell no Ty Lue. Because at the end of the day, Ty Lue does know winning basketball. He was on those Lakers teams. He was with the Cavs. So, like, he does know what it looks like. But the whole get rid of Brad Brown thing is going to fix everything. It's like you're talking about young players. And I've said it a million times before. If you're paying one guy $100 and you're paying another guy 5 and you tell the guy who has five to boss around the guy who has a hundred. Like it's just, it's only so far of a rope these coaches in the NBA really have because it's a you're dealing with an egotistical league. Like it's just so many things that play into two star two star driven league. I mean, it's gone. I I don't remember where we were. Maybe we were talking yesterday about it, but it was something along the lines of coaches are just different. They're not the X's and O's. The, it's not. First of all, it's not. You don't have a guy like like your 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 head coach in college. I mean, comparatively to a head coach in the NBA, even like a top head coach, it's it's, it's, a, it's a different for two different sports. That's why a lot of them don't even go. That's why a lot of the college coaches won't go to the NBA because they can't talk to players and deal with players the way they do. Hoiberg you're flopped, dude. Fred Hoiberg flopped. Exactly. You're not in control unless you're like a Billy Donovan, where you go and you have control over a lot of things. He but, just he's scary looking. He is. He, he looks like a Batman villain. But the Sixers are in a position where, like, a lot of shit is on the line. And I'm happy about that. I think that's necessary, especially for the season they just had. What What do you think about breaking breaking him up? What do you think about that? I think, it's dumb. I think if anybody had to go – because you say them, you're talking about Joe Embiid and Ben Simmons, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no one's. Yeah, taking, I mean, no one's taking on Tobias Harris's contract. Horford replaceable, <laughs> Tobias Harris replaceable, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, overpaid and replaceable. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Horford's definitely overpaid. Uh, that was that was Elton Brand seeing a younger him. Um, <laughs> I think that is, he's the, the modern day Elton Brand. I think I, I would keep Ben Simmons. You have to just because the injuries and because of, you. Know, I think Embiid's attitude to me sometimes kind of wears thin. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I feel like his vibe was funny and and goofy and and cool at first, and I think now it's kind of gone in a direction where I've enjoyed him less. I don't know. Am I crazy? Am I the only one that thinks that? I I think. No, I, I I mean I, Embiid's awesome to watch. I just think that as like, a player, from he's a incredible. Con- from a conditioning standpoint, like I want I want to make sure that my my number one superstar can play all the games. And I don't know if Embiid and go deep through the playoffs, and I don't know if Embiid can do that. And Even Simmons though Simmons has, has high, had his battles with injuries, and Sim, but Simmons is a higher ce- higher you know ceiling. I think. I agree. If he can get that yeah. shot going, which is yeah, yeah. So D Ray, do we do we have you still? I lost your own video. No, 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 no. I'm still here. I'm still here. My fault. I had to plug in the charger. I didn't want that whole fiasco on camera. No, you good? No, man. you're good. Good. Got you. D. So how? What's like? You give me your heart take and give me your head take. Where does your head say the Sixers are going? Like how deep? Like realistically, I yeah. see them making it past whoever. 
if they have the Celtics first, which I would love, I see them making it past them. I think that was the whole point of getting Al Horford because he was really the only thing on the Celtics that was going to stop and be and stop the Sixers from getting past them. Like, I think that was why they went and got Al Horford. I'm just mad they paid that much for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. You didn't have to give everything up. You knew what you were doing. Um, but I see whoever they go against first. I see them making it past that round just because of the pressure. And then it's a toss up from there. It, it really depends on the matchup. I think if they see that Bucks, if they see the Bucks in the second round, no. Um, if they get the momentum, I, I though, if they get them, if they go to, let's say they get Boston first, which I we all have Boston going. I think Nick and I have Boston going to the finals, and yeah. then I think Toss, you 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 imagine them going decently deep, I'd assume. They were my they were my quote unquote dark horse. Quote unquote dark horse. Although the, although, although they shouldn't be because they're you can't be you can't really be a dark horse if you're the number three seed. But right. But but we're not gonna be picked in the magic. You know, I don't care if it is played in Orlando. The no, no I hell no. I think I mean with with basically like where the records play out right now, you guys are you guys can only really play the Pacers or the Heat. Mm-hmm. Or the Celtics, but that's a game unless the Raptors unless the Raptors have a total meltdown, total bomb, but they're not going to because Nick Nurse is a fantastic head coach. He's the best. I think the chemistry is. I think the chemistry is going to continue that they had. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think if you guys like the matchup with the Celtics is a lot more appealing for you guys than it is with the Heat, where they can throw Bam in front of Embiid and and kind of negate you guys a little bit. I, I think I they actually ma- are not a great matchup for you guys. I don't think the heat. Are, I don't think the heat are a threat at all. Really? I, think the, I think the biggest heat on the. I think the biggest threat on the heat is Jimmy Butler because he knows the scheme and, quite frankly, it's the mental game. But you're talking about a bunch of guys who either haven't been in the playoffs or haven't done shit in them. Yeah. And like yeah. different brand of basketball. Not saying that Ben Simmons has showed up, you know, to a great extent, but at some point he has to. You know what I mean? But you're gonna. I'm, you're gonna tell me that the Heat with an old veteran Andre Iguodala on their roster. Are gonna come back and Spolstra, to beat bro. the Sixers, and Spolstra too, man. You cannot check Spolstra at the door. No, no, well, I'm just the, the 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 Sixers connection with Iggy, though, man. <laughs> oh yeah, your heart's gonna be torn. The prodigal son returns yeah, and he the, takes the way, down his. <laughs> the way you just said that reminded me of the John Wall Max coming. He goes, "You're telling me." Golden State Warriors have the last shot, game on the line, alien with their fingers on the death beam pointed at Earth. Who's taking a shot? I'm going with Andre Iguodala. <laughs> I can't believe he said that. That's hilarious. That's amazing. No, I'm not sold on the Heat. I'm not sold because they're young players. And, and they're, they're young. They're yeah, I would rather play honestly with all this time with Oladipo being back. If Oladipo's back, back, I may rather play the Heat than the the Pacers or the Mick McMillan's dangerous. Oladipo's dangerous. Sabonis is like if Oladipo's if he's back to to prime form like we're talking about he and Brogdon together for Brogdon years to come could no, be a really nice Brogdon one to no combo. Love. Did you ever did you ever play against Brogdon? Yeah, when he's at Virginia, they fucking killed us. Oh my god, it was ridiculous. It was funny. Like Chris was telling us going into the game, he was like, "We used to work out together," and um, Chris Jenkins. I've never seen. Yeah, yeah. He said, "I've never seen a guy." He said, "No one on one, like you know, you're gonna get around the guy. You got to give up some points." He was like. One on one, top of the key, you aren't getting past him. That game, he got over every screen. Whoever he stayed in front of, he was there every time, and he can hoop on offense. Like he's not just some defensive specialist that it's like that's all. He's not like uh, Tony Allen. 
You know what I no, mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it's going to be. Like, he's a bucket. And like you said, I'm much more scared of who has Oladipo. All right, cool. You throw somebody on him. Who has Michael Brogdon? And then their cast around them, I'm way more worried about a healthy and enthused Pacers team that has always had a chip on their shoulder as a franchise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then a Miami Heat team that probably is riding a little high. Pride and, little, and they're young, and they, they're playing better than expected. The Pacers team, everyone's counting them out again. No one's talking about them again. It's the same song we hear every time. And, ever, and I, yeah, they're just a bunch of underrated players, I feel like. Like, Sabonis against Horford, it, we're going to see how old Al Horford actually is. Like I, I don't think Al Horford should be out there, bro, as much as he is. I'm sorry. Bring back Spencer Hawes? No, I mean, he's, a, he's, he's <laughs> old, man. He's 34. Like, he... It's catching up with them, unfortunately. Like I love Al Horford, and he's such a great competitor. He's such a good leader, and in but college new, and in the new, pros, it's obviously. It's a new team. He was great the year before. He was great the year before for Boston. It's a brand new team. You got to fe- see how you fit. He's playing. A, I mean, Embiid's the five. He was playing the five for Boston, quote unquote. I mean, I know his oh, position. Bro, it's just but something like, about. I think it's because the scheme, like the Sixers, quite frankly, are best in transition. It ain't no secret that they can't. Yeah, but they're not exactly a half court team, and it's like, and he's a half court, court player, especially now, a half court player. And to me, I remember somebody asked me like, who would you start? Would you start a Shake Milton, um, or Matisse Thybul for the sake of? I was like, I would start anybody if it meant Al Horford coming off the bench for stretches of the game. I like, I don't yeah. think you start off a team that runs that much with the guy who doesn't. Just, if you have, five, I'm, I'm, you I'm have okay with that. Get him there. to like, just spell, just have him spell and bead like when Embiid needs to take a. A breather and bring him in and, and play Horford twenty to twenty five minutes, but like where he's getting out out there, he's he's giving it all. You that's know, an ex- that's an expensive spell. That's the problem. That's oh, but you got. I mean, you you want to win championships, you gotta you gotta adjust, you gotta make changes. That's like me. Paying, the money can't matter at that point. Yeah, it's like me paying for Sirius XM when I when I got an Oscar. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. bro, like <laughs> I mean, I I like shake I like Shake Milton though. I like putting him in there like for the another th- shooting I like, I like shooting the, asset. I like the Thibault thing. If you're playing Boston, yeah. you throw in Thibault. Go okay. All you gotta do is catch an oop here and there and just make Kemba's life a living hell. That yeah. like, that's and then all well, of a sudden. Yeah, um, yeah. Careful, the top fifteen player, bro. Not, no, no. <laughs> Nobody. It's, it's players get to a point where they're not. You're not going to shut them down. It's just how hard do they have to work. Jason Tatum's going to get his twenty twenty five. It's how many shots do you take to get to that twenty twenty five? Like how that. many guys aren't getting the ball because you're taking that many shots? Like that's what I feel like. That's what defense in the NBA is about. It ain't about shutting down. Mm-hmm. It's about right. limiting and making sure that you're taking away from their scheme. I like that. I like that a lot. And then. It's, so, I mean, it's a great point. And Oladipo is a guy we didn't mention in the top 15, but if he's healthy, like, where's he at there? Right outside. Right outside, but he's he's close. He's close. I'm not, I'm taking Jason Tatum over Oladipo. Full health. I am yeah. too. I think we've all forgotten. Yeah. I think we've all forgotten how good VO is, and not just on SoundCloud. I'm talking about on the court. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, like, we don't know if he's ever going to, if he's going to, True. Paul George this thing, right? I mean, it was, a, it was a slow comeback for him this year, and he looked good, but he didn't look yeah. like the Oladipo that dropped 30-plus against LeBron in the playoffs. Which he was, was sick in that playoffs, bro. He was sick in the playoffs. I hope he doesn't, I hope he doesn't Hayward this thing. Yeah. Good, good every five games. But to kick it to college, I mean, this is, a, this is something I was really curious to ask you about. Melo's come out and said it. Isaiah Thomas, Mikey Williams going to an HBCU school. What? How, what's your take on that? A guy 
of that pedigree making that change and making that shift? Can would, would that would you think that would change the landscape if you were if you're going you're uh, let's say you're you're in his grade right let's say you're in that freshman class now about to be sophomore you're twenty three class and you're going to go into college when Mikey Williams goes to college. You see a guy of that pedigree go to one of those schools. Are you considering following suit, or are you going to go still go to a Nova school? Like, be real. Like, I'm just got a curiosity. I think it'll be like the G League. For me, yeah, I'm following that. I'm following that. Uh, especially what's going on now, I'm following that. But I think, I mean, because of what's going on now, it might happen a little faster, but I compared it to what happened with guys going to the G League. Because the first players to do that weren't in this class. And it wasn't last year either with the kid they called Baby Russ. It wasn't like that, of kids going straight to the G League. It was, I want to say, like, back in, like, 14 or 15 was the first time you heard about it. And it kind of got quiet. It didn't really get media coverage. It kind of got swept under the rug. Yeah. Because well, it, it wasn't It wasn't Jalen Green, right? Exactly. Like, it wasn't. Yeah. Exactly. Isaiah Todd. Realize, yeah. Like, that is the thing. But I think the HBCU thing is huge. And I think it changes the dynamic of everything. Now, how far, how long does it catch on if it's not a one-and-done type of player because of the resources those schools have? You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, Duke is Duke, and their resources are what they like, are. are we, right? are we, is, Le, is LeBron going to send – is he going to send Bronny to one of those schools, or is he going to send them to Duke, Ohio State, UNC? And what is or, or can he? I mean, it can can he afford to? Because then people will. If Mikey goes there, but LeBron has Bronny go to Duke, how does that look on him? You know what I'm I saying? I mean, how does that compare to Jaw going to like Murray State? You know? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. it's I mean, that's a, that's a fluke thing. I mean, a lot of those guys are like Lillard, like those guys, Steph. They came out of nowhere. Those guys are like un unheralded. I mean, from no, what I, to go yeah. to your point, Nick. What, well, they weren't they weren't as highly touted in high school, like, like Mikey Williams was where Jod developed. Right. So I, that, I, and same thing with like a guy like Damian Lillard. I think an interesting thing though, Nick, if a guy like Mikey Williams does go to one of those schools, now all the spotlight's going to be on those schools. What could, yeah. there's, yeah. there could have been guys we missed. You know what I'm saying? I like it. Nick, I, I definitely like Nick, that, that, that Murray state thing. I completely, you know what I mean? Like for what Murray state is, that was kind of like, what the, is going on over here. Yeah. But I, I just I think it'll change things. I think LeBron's gonna do whatever's popular at the time. So if the shit dies down, LeBron's gonna make sure his ass is up under Coach K. But if it's a situation where, you know, Bronny James is going to Howard because the last what is he? He's about to be a junior or sophomore? Sophomore. About to be a sophomore. Sophomore. The last two classes they all had somebody go to HBCUs. I think at that point LeBron's going to uh a Howard or a Hampton, uh, you know, something like that. That's that'd be wild. That'd be wild. That changes everything. But I mean, this is a time where it's like you see this shit is. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens when the world gets redistracted. Quite frankly, but like right now, this shit is. How moving. is it, how is it in Philly, man? How has it been? Crazy. Right? Have you like been Have you been out and about? Yeah, yeah. So I like I went to a couple of the protests. That one. I didn't go to the one that Kyle and them went to. The one with Kyle, Matisse Stiebel, and um, and um, Tobias Harris were all down there. Like that was the craziest one. But like, they running down on police stations. You know what I mean? I say running down, I mean protesting peacefully. Um, shit, it's cops out with like riot shit. I was in the city yesterday. It was like ten in the morning, and I'm seeing cops with like their shields and, and helmets on already. That's wild. Yeah, so and I, I I was in Brentwood the other day because uh -huh. uh, Josh and I used to work in Brentwood, but um, there's like little islands um, in between the road of like grass 
And like every other island, there was like a National Guard truck. It's like, come on, bro. You're saying that Brentwood is like that bad right now. I don't see a single protester in Brentwood. Like, but that's the that like, that's the stigma. That's the issue. Is like these people in Brentwood is part of that. That's a major part of the problem. It's the people of Brentwood. They need to be quote unquote protected. And then you're just right. adding that level of it's just a vicious cycle of that. It's the same. It's the same thing of like people in my town. My town. If you I don't know if you saw on Twitter, D Ray, there was a town in New York. That is now the most racist town in the, in the in the uh, above the Mason Dixon line. It's yeah, it's the it's, it's my town in Merrick. That's what the there was people, not there was blocking with cars. The protests coming through from one side, and it's that's just I mean obviously you know that that's just wrong in itself, but it's part of the problem. People thinking they need protection when it's just yeah. if you let any if you let them walk and and hear what they said. It'd be, listen, yeah, obviously the looters are bad. And Nick, you saw that right next to your house. And we haven't spoken about that on the show. But Nick, right next to Nick's house, it was, I mean, you were shook that day. That's like literally right next to you, bro. His his whole 7-Eleven was crushed. Yeah, I mean, it, look, I mean, it, that, that obviously sucks that like the looting and the rioting happened. But like, you know, I think for me, like, it, it's not the biggest problem that we have right now. No, I mean, that's just like, that's like, that's like, that's just trickle over. Yeah. I I would love to, I would love to ask, obviously they're, you know, basketball and media are so intertwined, right? Like that's why basketball in the United States, that's why we're talking about Mikey Williams is because we've seen him play as a, as a freshman. We've seen Bronny play because they're on social media. Zaire Wade has like 5 million followers on, on Instagram. Um, He's more popular. Stuff like that. You know, he's he's got his own brands. Darren Fox, he's more pop. Mike yeah. Williams is more popular than the best player in the Sacramento Kings. Facts. So, so obviously basketball is super important in social media in in the culture of kids growing up. What do you think? And, and we've seen a lot of the the NBA players kind of being on the front lines of these protests, which is awesome. Love to see them yeah. advocating for the cause because they have big yeah. platforms and and people listen to their voice. What do you think it's going to look like when when the NBA does come back? Like I I have to imagine that there's going to be some of that carried over into the games and into sure. I saw that today. Into everything. I saw that today about the national anthem maybe being played. What do you think's going to happen there? They, someone said they may not even play it, which is I don't I think that'd be crazy. I don't know or not televise it, I don't know. Yeah, no. I, I think the national anthem is going to be played. It's going to be how it's going to be interesting how players react to that. Yeah. Um I really think it's all going to be contingent upon how much real change is made up until then. You know what I mean? They got till they got till the end of July, which really isn't that far out. And right. I, the problems we talking about ain't overnight problems. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens when everything get back. Because it's like if a lot of progress is made, then things will slow down. If it seems like it's that much more resistance, then you're going to have guys putting up fists the entire time the, the anthem is up, or guys just not coming out until it's over. Like, it'll be so many. It has potentially get uglier, um, a lot uglier, if sports come back and these issues aren't addressed or at least look like they're going in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised, honestly. Like, the, the most surprising thing in everything coming back was that the Players Association was on board for what was put in front of them. And I understand that a lot of it is a business decision, right? Like, yeah. they're not playing. They're not getting paid. Um which is huge. This is how everyone makes their, their living in the league. But I also was thinking about it and I was like, if any of these players sat out, they have every right to do that if they, because there are bigger issues going on than basketball. I mean, like, obviously me as a basketball fan, like, I want to see the NBA back. I think a lot of us are, you know, 
are just a little stir crazy from being pent up in our houses and yeah. any type of sports for any sports fans are going to be welcomed with open, open arms. So I mean, there's no one more excited than me, but I just, I'm excited to see how NBA players going forward continue to like use their voices. Cause I know like as a basketball player, as a kid who loved hooping when I was, when I was little, like the guys I looked up to were like the guys in the NBA, like AI we were talking about at the beginning of the show. Like talk about like guys that were my idols. Like, Every kid idolized AI. They idolized the crossover. They idolized, I mean, maybe some of this is misappropriated for a white kid, but like the culture of AI as well is like, I wanted the six sneakers. Like I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to be like him, Bro, you, know? you know? So what I, you know what I want. You all, you two know what I, yeah. I, tell, tell D-Ray about this, Josh. This is great. We're, we're about to make, we're, I had to leave. So we didn't get to start the doc, but when I get back in early July, we're going to start filming a documentary. I, I collect hats. You saw, you remember my room, bro, it's gone crazier. So we got, we got robbed. All those hats got stolen and then I replaced Jeez. all of them and I doubled it. So my whole wall of my room is like 50. I look like a lid store. It's like 50 hats strung across the wall. I think my dad's like, he's looking at me like shaking his head right now. He's in the living room. Waste of money. The, uh, the, um, but it's AI wears a hat in the practice speech. It's the Red Sox hat. I can't find that hat anywhere. Anywhere. I'm not cool with a hat. It's a Red Sox hat? AI's wearing a Red Sox hat in the practice speech. Isn't that wild that like you're just a massive Red Sox fan? I can't believe he was wearing that hat. I know. Oh, but you keep and I can't find it. So the documentary is about the hunt for the Red Sox hat. I'm going to try to find it. D-Ray's D- like, I think I know where that is. I think I can find it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was down going to the ball in August. I'm like, I get you one. Shit, I just, I didn't realize it was that hard to find. Is it, Josh, is it the style of that? Is it yes, that, yes, that specific yes. stock hat? Yes. For a second, I was like, you want the hat that was on AI's head? And I was like, Okay. Obviously, that's I want, obviously I want that. I'll, I'll dumpster dive for, for years for that thing. But <laughs> it's, it, that that's that's what yeah, and that's again goes to the culture. And so I think that's a, I mean I wanted to ask you this at the top at the end. It's my big question for you, D Ray, and I want to hear Toss and Nick your answers too. Who are your five biggest sports idols? Five guys uh, you like personal or just like personal. who are the biggest? No, no, no. For you, for you, your five biggest. Like guys you looked up to, like cherished, watch and play. It could be any sport. Five Who's guys. You go, dear. You got it, or whoever's got yeah. it. Who, who you got? Kobe first and foremost. Yeah. Um, Muhammad Ali would be second. Okay. Um, Akeem Olajuwon third. Ooh. Dare I say Babe Ruth? Dare I say Babe Ruth? You just call it what it is. And the fifth. Serena. Nice. Why, why Babe Ruth? Yeah, that's my big question. I I don't know a shit ton about him or his career. Yeah. Except for the way he He was wild. I was about to say. He he would eat like fucking like 20 hot dogs in a game, smoking cigars. (laughs) I think it was. Go ahead. ahead, ahead. I was just going to say, I know like a lot of the reason why I like had this image of Babe Ruth in my head of who he was was because of the Sandlot too because i watched that movie when i was growing up and like he's so revered by all those kids like i i think people forget like how much you were talking we were talking about remember the titans people forget like how much we absorbed as we were kids like with the video games that we were playing with the tv like shows that we were watching the movies the sports that were on tv like all that stuff or even what like anyone was telling us it was older than us 
Like if, if a kid that was six years older than us at school, like this player, like I might've liked that player, you know, like stuff like that always has an effect on us. And it's like, Babe Ruth is Pete for whatever reason. Like, even though, when did he play? He played in like the thirties, the twenties and thirties. Like it was a hundred years ago between his, exactly between his influence on the game. Obviously Sandlot was a big deal, but I had heard like Jordan, if there was social media around, you would have thought a lot differently of him. I didn't know about the eating 20 hot dogs and all that, but he just, we'll call it what it is. From what I know, he was a bad motherfucker. And it's just, it's yeah. like, I respect him. You know Calling I mean? shots, I yeah, for sure. I mean, he, he, there's a reason you know certain guys by for, by just one name. Either or exactly. first and last name. You know, if they, someone says yeah. Ruth, you think, you know, if someone says babe, you or know babe. what they're talking about. You, you know exactly what they're talking about. You know, and exactly. it's people don't even know his his full real name. They just know that he just has that nickname and it's it's, it's an icon, like similar to Ali. Honestly, I mean, how many people are our age? No one saw him box. No one. No one. No one saw him yeah. even you know fight, even, unless you're watching yeah, documentaries. Even, even with those cameras they had, that shit was amazing. I yeah. really, obviously, it's just. I mean, you hear about the name Muhammad Ali. Um, it wasn't until Will Smith, another goat, but obviously not Ali. Exactly. When he had yeah. that movie, but then I went back and like watched the fights that you could watch of him, and it was like it was real. Like mm-hmm. it was real. Like at six four, six five, like he was giving out work. But it was so fat. The only person that I remember fighting and like it not I said remember fighting. Remember seeing fighting and shit look like that was Bruce Lee. Like in the sense of we are watching on film, it almost doesn't look like you would think it was edited or something, how fast he was or yeah. the way he was moving. Like it was, it was I, I was watching, uh, I was like checking out some of the Bruce Lee documentary the other day on, um, you see, I didn't get to get the whole thing, but um, I was, they're also like talking about Ali a little bit. And like, I was just thinking to myself, can you imagine like, you know, when you're face to face with Muhammad Ali, the guy in front of him, he has to think in his head, I'm going to beat this guy. There's no way in hell that I'm ever in my mind thinking I'm going to beat Muhammad Ali in a fight. Like that, you have to be out of your mind. But it's, the, it's that one guy, dude. It's like Buster Douglas. Like he really thought he could beat Mike Tyson and he did it. Like, no, bro. Nobody thought he was going to win. I, I also think like everybody was fighting Muhammad Ali, like boxers and like UFC guys, like their faces take a toll from all of the, like the hitting, right. Especially in boxing, you're just getting punched over and over. You know, stuff starts to happen to your face. You kind of get to see a little bit of that. But that guy was like model, handsome. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like if I was across from him, I'd be like, "Has anyone touched this guy's God. face? Like, what's going on? Like, it's crazy." He was just—he was on another level. But you know, I ain't gonna lie. As a Philly guy, we straight up bring up that you know who whooped his ass though. Rocky. Huh? No, no, no. Rocky. <laughs> Joe Frazier. Joe yeah, Frazier. That my first dog was smoking Joe Frazier, bro. My first yeah. family dog. Was named after him. We've now downgraded. We're no longer naming dogs after boxers, just after TV show characters in the family. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, who you got? Five. Rocky. Um, Ladenian Thompson, yeah. number one. Um, Peyton Manning, number two. Was he was so big for me growing up. Nice. I, I remember like when I got a Peyton Manning jersey for for the holidays. Was like one of my you know best moments. Um, Albert Pujols, that guy. Just for, for for kids our age, like was my, the most deadly my, hitter there was. Too, bro. Um, let's see. Uh, LeBron. I mean, gotta throw him in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a poster of him on my wall, and 
you know, he was really, he really started playing when I actually started taking an interest in basketball. Cause I wasn't really like, like raised to, to watch basketball. Like you guys were like, for me, yeah. just baseball and football. And then, you know, once I started getting older, that's like, you know, kind of when the LeBron stardom started happening. Um, that's four. Um, my fifth is tough. I mean, I, I want to throw Ken Griffey in there, but I don't feel like I saw enough of his play to kind of really idolize him. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'll say maybe a defensive player like uh, in football because that I loved it. Uh, I loved, I loved Troy Palmolive. Yeah, you do. He was great. Can't beat the hair, man. Look, must be the hair cotton. <laughs> Leathery and soul. <laughs> Is that the Head and Shoulders commercial? No, no, no. The, um, dodgeball. Dodgeball. That's dodgeball. Yeah, yeah. dodgeball. Yeah. Well, well I know Pepper and Cotton. Jason, dodgeball, Jason but I. Bateman. Wait, wait. Who are who are they talking about? When they're um, Ben Stiller's character. Um, oh yeah, yeah. White Given. White Given. That he was in my Mount Rushmore yeah. of movie characters. Sports movie. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's he's absurd, dude. He's he's great. Toss once dressed like him for a dodgeball tournament, right, Toss? I did. I did. D-Ray, we'll have to send you the photo. It's I actually did. Pretty good job. Yeah, he crushed. Uh, I grew grew my hair out for I grew my hair out for three months. I grew my beard out for a month and then shaved it into a Fu Manchu the day well, before. I'll text it was pretty. It's pretty solid. Dear, I was trying to find your number to text you the other day. I, I I had to DM you for your number. I was like, I can't find Dear's number. Obviously, I'm typing in Daryl. I'm type, typing in Reynolds like an idiot and didn't think to type in D dash Ray. And then as soon as I just did D, and then went to go R E Y or I did R E Y. Then it came up. I was like, "Oh my god, stupid moron!" Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Damn, man!" I know. I, we had a dude. We had a text thread. We had a conversation. Got. We had, I had spoken to you previously. Like, I was like, "It's not like it was fresh out the you know fresh out the boat type thing." I was like, "Jesus!" Yeah, yeah. Didn't I, no context clues. Uh, Taz, who are your five? Um, Kobe, Ken Griffey. Part of that is too, because I had a brother who was six years older than me. Our first, we had a Nintendo 64, and I had NBA courtside, like '99, with Kobe Bryant on the front, and he was, and I had Ken Griffey baseball. Uh, those were my two like favorite games growing up. Yeah. So they were the cover athletes, and they were the guys that I, I always followed Ken Griffey. I wasn't, you guys know, I'm not the most huge baseball fan, but as a kid, I loved Griffey when he was on the Reds too. He's sick. Um. And I loved backyard base. I'm, I'm a big gamer. So it's like a lot of that stuff has to do with it. Like the he backyard. wore the backwards hat. Yeah. The backwards hat, like the kid, like I love Griffey's just awesome. Um, yeah. Kobe, of course, I think Dirk has to be on there. Dallas guy. I mean, it's same, same thing as Kobe, just like a guy who commits to one team and brings that team a championship is, I don't think there's really anything better than that. Um, it's tough though it's like i don't know maybe um like i watched a lot of soccer as a kid i watched a lot of i watched a lot of hockey like mike madonna who's like basically the best american hockey player played for the stars brought us a brought us a um stanley cup like maybe him i'll throw him in there and then my fifth one it's gotta be another basketball guy and you know, as Wade, LeBron, and Melo like all came up, the one that I gravitated the more the most to was Carmelo because part of it I think is because he won that championship um, in college. And I was I I used to play like I used to run around my stupid. 
I used to run around my house like with a little mini basketball and I would like shoot it into the trash can and I would play out the entire tournament where I would play like one team versus another and I would give like the higher seeds a handicap. Um, so I like Mello was, I used to be number 15 and, you know, growing up in SVAA basketball, like YMCA basketball, stuff like that. So Mello was, I love Mello. Nice. I ain't gonna hold you real, real quick for you, for you to say yours, Josh. I got to swap one out. Yeah. I got to swap. I got to swap out Hakeem for Tom Brady. I completely, sure. I don't know how. I don't know how, but Tom Brady is, you hate it or love it. Like his, his, I, and I think it's for the same reason I love Kobe. It's their approach to everything. Like when I heard that shit about him cutting out sugar, his diet, so he could play into his 40s and well into his 40s. Like, I was like, this motherfucker's an animal. Like, it's just the, the mentality of it is different. Different, bro. Different breed, yeah. bro. Different breed. I, I, I definitely would have had pending, you know, he would have been in there if he hadn't have made some, some crucial legal mistakes. But mm. growing up, my favorite football player was, was Michael Vick, like hands down. He was a lefty. I loved it. Crucial. I, had I, like, I had the Michael Vick I, shoes. You had the I mean, shoes yeah, it's a crucial thing that happened that, yeah. I love dogs, so I can't put them in there. But like, I loved my my dad was a Falcons fan, so like that that was where I didn't really love the the Cowboys, who were like my hometown team when I was growing up. Because like there was like all these struggles they, with Romo they, and they, Jerry Jones and all. They this wanted stuff. to be like, great early on. Yeah, but I loved I loved Mike Vick until, until I, he, I, I, I I totally but, blew it. I, Randy Moss over Paul Amalo. That's my shit. Yeah, Randy Randy's your guy. He's my guy. They they both they both know he's my guy. Nick is a nasty Randy Moss Randy was, Moss was just yeah. in other league. Remember people used to yell that shit? I don't get Moss. Like when you be like, oh yeah, some shit playing. Moss. Like, it's the same thing as Kobe. Kobe, exactly. Moss, exactly. same thing. Like if somebody he, get a, he, it. Nick, I think he, other than LT, I think he has to be your favorite. Just from like what we've talked about, he's got to be your second favorite athlete. Probably behind Ladanian Tomlinson, right? Uh, Close. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. Mine's Brady, yeah. obviously. Poppy also obviously, um, Ray Allen, because I love Ray Allen. Albert Pujols, I said I mentioned before, we had a similar one. I mean, I remember he was like the first guy I knew as like, this guy is unbeatable. Like you can't get this guy out, and that was like my first kind of you know real realization of like what it meant to be a superstar, a Hall of Famer, the pinnacle at your game. And then Usain Bolt is like, I think Usain Bolt honestly outside of Brady is my favorite. Dominant. Athlete. It's dominant. Sick. I almost we can't were, coach speed. When we were at yeah, when we were in Miami, D Ray, we went to this event, the Jay Glazer's event at some club, and he had like an auction, and there was a Usain signed jer- like jersey from like the Olympics, like eight hundred bucks. I was about to risk it all. I was like, "Fuck it, I may <laughs> I may miss rent this month, but goddamn, I'm gonna have this jersey somehow, some way framed up. I'll flip it if I need to, God forbid." <laughs> but I, I almost went for it. Um, that's like twenty more. That's like twenty more hats, Josh. I know. Is it I, worth the trade? Exactly. Good point, bro. <laughs> I still need a couple of NBA teams, and then I can go get it. Uh, Dra, we'll let you rock and roll, man. Always a pleasure. But before you go, who's your finals NBA finals winner, and who you got? Who do you got over Western Conference, Eastern Conference? I, I hate to admit it. Yeah. All right. From the East, I, I can't see anybody but the Bucks making it because Toronto don't have uh, they don't have Kawhi and it, but this year has been odd enough, so it might it probably won't be. It, it'll just top it off. But I hate to admit it, I don't see anybody beating the Lakers, man. With you, I, I, I just I, I I just don't like I don't barring an injury, 
or them really just like getting hit by the Space Jam juice, like I, I don't see anybody beating the Lakers. And that it. shit sucks. Yeah, I think I have the Lakers. Toss, you have the Lakers as well. And Nick, you have the Clippers. Yeah. Represent. Represent, baby. Yeah, I would love, I would love it. Who you heard? If they do win, like Kawhi is on another level. Like, yeah, he, he may not be like the goat, but like as far as the best Omega ever, like the same with Hakeem was, like the best, like kind of off to the side player, like you have. Right. To, that shit's next level. There's right. just like something teams. with like he's never he's never gonna win a scoring title. No, never. but like, but part of that is because like he'll never be in the position to. He'll never have to never. because he'll never play that amount of minutes. Like he'll never be top in minutes. He'll never be top in points. But if he ends up with like four or five rings by the time he's done, I mean, the guy just wins. Here's the thing, though. Like, this year isn't even their, I mean, it's a good shot, but like, this isn't their only shot this year. Like, they have the exact same team next year with maybe minus Montrez Harrell, but like, they can get it done next year, too, you know, with a aging Lakers team. So. Watch Montrez take a one year deal and, and kick it if, if they don't win. He'll, he'll Yo, do it. I mean, the thing is, that team, like, they're just like, the chemistry there is so good. And like, they're all just, they're all dogs. And like, they all, have the same mentality and it's like you know Patrick Beverly and Lou Will and all those guys they play the same and I think it Harold Lees is is, I don't know if Harold Lees I don't see it happening yeah I agree he's so important he's a big part for sure I mean after him like I mean it's like Zubach who's like what's he gonna do you know I mean he's fine you can get 20 decent minutes out of him but like you you don't want him you don't want that Nobody. You yeah, know, I mean, he's a good. He's a good backup center. You don't want no part of that. Yeah, you don't want no part of that, Dewey. You don't I mean, want no part the of. The only that. person who I would, the only person who I would love to see, who I could see filling in that spot, um, with the way he plays, bam. But like Montrezl Harrell is a beast. It's quiet because he's on the on the West Coast. But like he's yeah. like Kenneth. He's like Kenneth Freed, but he can score, bro. Exactly. He's an animal. He, he was what a flash in the pan. Kenneth Freed was. I loved him as well. He was he's, so good. Though. He's not in my top five. but He's definitely top ten for influ- influential players. Okay. <laughs> you got uh, any any? <laughs> you got any dark horses, D-Ray, from a uh, Western Eastern Conference? One dark horse from each. I mean, I'm sorry. Obviously, you're Sixers. I'm not sold on the Celtics. Yeah, obviously, I wanted the Sixers to win. I would say that Pacers team. If Old Depot comes okay. back and some shit. Um, and as far as the West Coast go, I just, I really think, it, I think the West is going to come down to who makes it out of, I think the NBA title is going to come down to who makes it out of state. If, if, if you had like one Western team to be a dark horse, though, who would you pick? Chris Paul. It's okay. You can you can you can do it, DRA. You can you can pick you can pick Dallas. You can do it. <laughs> nah, I ain't sold on Dallas. You know, I got tired of Dallas, but nah. Oh, no, dude, they got they got time. I'm not, I mean, they got plenty of time. Dare I say the Jazz? Ooh. Okay. I, I, I'm no, like for some reason, I'm like so I'm so out on them. I'm so I'm over them. The bottom just doesn't Dude, you never know, man. They they all had COVID nineteen. They might have to come back with some superpowers or something and play <laughs> differently. I'm not even like what's going on currently with them. It's just like this whole like I was big on them last year. I was like they could do it. They could upset the Rockets if they play them in a series. And I was just so wrong. And if like Conley, if Conley was good, then I would I would be with you, D Ray. But he's he's blown nuts. That's been my issue, right? If Conley was good with this team, then I'd be again maybe some time off. And, time and maybe, maybe what he needed, maybe what he needed was an extended off season. Yeah. I don't, did know. you know that D-Ray Bogdanovich is he's out? Oh yeah, no, that changes. Yeah. Damn. I don't know. I mean, shit. Somebody said the Rockets. I I like the Rockets. It's just something about them never 
it's dumb. I remember Kobe has said it about them and he asked about James Harden, but obviously Russ being there changes that. But he was like, they're not gonna win with that style of basketball. You know, that whole just get one guy the ball and everybody get out the way. Like that shit doesn't win championships. No way. You got you need movement. Yeah. Need yeah, movement. Yeah, yeah. Well, we love seeing you shaking and moving, D Ray. Always a pleasure having you on. We'll chop it up post NBA finals, uh, to get a recap going if you're game, I assume you are. Cause it's always a blast. Hell yeah, hell yeah. You you always. Y'all gotta come on, you gotta come on the show with me and Bros, man. That Dude, I'm yeah. Down. We're down, I guess. No one ever asks us. I feel like I feel like I'm always inviting people to my birthday party, but I never get. I never. Maybe people forget my address. <laughs> and it's a, the the U.S. mail's been weird, bro. Amazon's backed up. I'm not. I'm not sweating it. Yeah, we're down. We're 100 percent down. You let us know. We'll we'll link up and guest. I know where my Wi-Fi spot in my house is in New York, and so we're chilling. We're ready to roll. <laughs> All right, D Ray, you the man. Thank you for joining, brother. All right, fellas. Couldn't have had more fun with D-Ray. Love him. Great guy. Great guest. Can't wait to hop on his show with Toss and Nick. Do a little crossover right there. Um, Speaking of crossover, uh, crossover from the podcast realm to the gambling realm. That's right. Go support our sponsor, betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. Use the promo code MYPOD100 and they'll match your deposit up to $1,000 as a welcome bonus. How generous of them. You want to win some money? Bet on the futures. That's right. The NBA is coming back. NHL is coming back. NFL, NCAA, looks like they're happening. Golf going down. Golf was great today. Uh, had, a, had a lovely day watching golf with the family, kicking it in the backyard, so I can't complain right there. There's a boatload of stuff to bet on. Go bet on the online casino. I haven't had much luck there, but maybe you will. Who knows? BetOnline.ag, our boys over there. Can't say enough good things about them. Can't say enough good things again about our guest, D-Ray. Can't wait to have him back post-NBA finals, um, which we're obviously stoked about. Um, go check him out. Stay tuned, Network. He's doing a lot of great stuff. A lot of great. He's a great interviewer, in my opinion. Does a really good job over there. Gets a lot of the Nova guys during the season. He's got a great relationship, which is like, important to see. If I may comment here on that a little bit, uh, it's good to see a former player come back and see how well respected he is. If that says anything about him at all. So yeah, D-Ray, thank you for joining us. Looking forward to having you back. To the fans out there, drag both feet in bounds. Swing on a full count. Rip that puck. Hit that putt. Hit your PKs because they're free. Hit your free throws. Why? Because they are free. We out you. We love you. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.